Imagine owning the world's greatest love songs by the greatest voices of our time. In a once-in-a-lifetime collection. Time Life Music presents the Ultimate Love Songs Collection. 36 beautiful songs I to love, by all our favorite artists. Have I told you lately that I love you? Rod Stewart, Have I told Celine Dion, Phil Collins, Gloria Estefan. Get the Ultimate Love Songs Collection on two CDs for just $26.99. Wait, use your credit card and we'll take $10 off. That's right, you get two CDs for just Happy Valentine's Day and welcome to episode number 56 of the Power 5 podcast. My name is Kevin and on this episode we will rank our top five love songs of all time. Nothing will set the romantic mood quite like Brant, Christian and Colin talking about their favorite love songs. Gentlemen, how we doing? What's up guys? Love is in the air. You know, nobody loves love more than Colin Edward Thompson. Just wanted to say that. What's up, K-Love? Hey, listen, you know what? I was thinking about this today. Valentine's, it's the season of The Bachelor. Brant, Colin, is this still you guys' favorite show? Never been my favorite show. Season, I have, I have watched beat. it. One season. It was the top five there, right, Colin? No, it was not. <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day, fellas. Yeah, this is interesting. Uh, you know, it's Valentine's Day, and, you know, if I can – you know, picture us right now. We're all probably in some sort of food and dessert coma. You know, Colin's probably not even wearing a shirt, ladies. <laughs> I'm just throwing your, it out there. Have y'all had your fill of the Rolades disguised as conversation heart candies? Have y'all had your fill of those yet? Colin, am I, am I right in saying <laughs> that you love those things? I am, I am a lover of the conversation hearts. I've had one bag several weeks ago, but I was thinking today I need to, I need to grab another bag before they're all gone. They like have all no the flavors. Taste, so naturally they're in Colin's top three. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I tend to avoid <laughs> the Elder. purples and greens as long as possible. But I mean, I'll eat all of them. You don't like the that's, pistachio that's flavor? Literally, that's literally what Rollins does, and she's too. So, yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's what we she, all do. She hands back the greens and the purples. I, mean, I swear, is. if if you're in a desperate spot and you got a bad case of heartburn, no tums, no Rolades available, just go get your kids' conversation hearts. Throw those down. It's gonna solve your issue. It's like Alka-Seltzer. 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 It's like an alcoholic seltzer. It's like White Claw. Uh, but you know what? I actually think, Kevin, you're onto something, bro. If this whole podcast thing doesn't work out, let's do antacids with like, sorry about your gas. You know, like, oh, did you just fart? You know, nice little conversation likes. starters. I like that. I, like that. I, like I got that's one. A that's a billion dollar idea. Colin, you might as well swing to kill airtime. I mean, sing, swing. You might as well swing. Put your watch in the jar. Hey, last episode we talked about Ashley Shamati joining us again. Mm -hmm. Brad, did you yep. did you happen to extend that invite? No, I did not. I felt like it would get weird quick. Is it because I, she just wanted an award? Hey, now she's Miss too NBA. Good? Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, she's talented. Miss NBA twenty. Is that because of us? There's clout around the pod. She she was what she wasn't our first guest, but she was in our top five, right? Because we might have been our third guest. We started the pod in January. She we had Ray Romano, Romano, Jason McLean, McLean, and Shimati. Yeah, like because that. we started late Jan, so she would have yeah. been like third episode. Yeah. yeah, yeah, she was on our Valentine's episode last year, episode five, chick flicks. Do y'all remember any of the movies that were in your top five? Absolutely. <laughs> of course right. he does. Colin, let me hear yours. 
And I'll tell you how close you get, buddy. P.S. I love you was in there. A lot like love was in there. The best of me was in there. You're missing two. You you did hit those three. You're missing your number one and your number five. I don't know. All Nicholas right, Sparks, come on. All right. Your number one was You've Got Mail. Oh, yes. And number five was Crazy Stupid Love. Mm, yeah. You've Got Mail was on three <laughs> out of the five lists. So I had How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, Devil Wears Prada, 10 Things I Hate About You, You've Got Mail, and The Notebook. Brant, do you remember any of yours? You've Got Mail. Yep. The Notebook. Mm-hmm. Man, I don't even remember what I had for breakfast. I have no idea. You had Mean Girls in there. Really? Um, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days and Pretty Woman. Well, that's six, right? No, it's five. You've got Mail, Notebook, Mean Girls, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days and Pretty Woman. Interesting. Kevin, let me guess. I had the notebook. Yes. Did I have When Harry Met Sally? Yes. Yes, I'll have what she's having. (laughs) yes and uh those are the only two i remember all right your number one was pretty woman oh wow your number three was 16 candles oh classic Molly ringwald yep and your number four was 100 days of summer oh zoe de chanel i should have known yep and our friend of the pod miss miss ashley shamati number one she had sweet home alabama number two the proposal number three a walk to remember number four how to lose a guy in 10 days and number five, the notebook. Do you guys still stand by your picks? I mean, since we're talking about love, romance, chick flicks, tonight, love songs. I, I will I say, one say thing. I don't, I don't think that mean girls belongs. I don't, I but I like that. There, it was off the grid. But it doesn't seem like a chick flick. It's just like a, well, it had a bunch of chicks in it, but it definitely wasn't like a love movie. Right, it was more of a right. teen raunch comedy. Right. Right. Yeah. But listen, if there's one thing that Ashley had on her list, it reminds me of a Japanese steakhouse I ate at called A Walk to Remember. And uh, it was just a really good place. All you can eat hibachi, fried rice. <laughs> oh, buddy. I mean, where do you come up Is with Is that okay? Stuff? It's just off the dome. It just comes on out. Hey, ladies, I'm wearing a Machine Gun Kelly t-shirt. So, uh, And I will actually auction this off if you want to come on the pod. Recently worn. So that's just a shout out PSA to the ladies. $45 t-shirt with Colston Baker himself. That is his real name. All right. February <laughs> February the 14th, Valentine's Day. Not a lot of celebrities born on this holiday. Colin, I don't know if you know this. Not only is February the 14th, Valentine's Day, it is also Ferris Wheel Day. It is also, it is also Organ Donor Day. Yeah. All right, so Michael Bloomberg turns 80 years old today. Happy birthday to Mr. Bloomberg. Any thoughts? Can I just mention that two things Colin can never get on board with, and that's a Ferris wheel and donating his precious organs. Yeah, I don't think he will. I'm an organ donor. Oh, you are? Yep. Well, you're definitely going to want those baby blues. I mean, why not? I'll take his heart. Rob Thomas. 50 years old, Matchbox 20, solo career. And give me your heart so to make Randy's, it real. Randy's Let's forget band. about That's it. That's right. Can you believe that? I mean, we're dead. listener, from? Randy Williams. Listen, Randy's not crazy. He's just a little unwell, I know. Sorry, Randy. Hey, South Carolina boy, Rob Thomas. Hey, do y'all remember the magic duo, Penn and Teller? Yeah. All right. Yeah. So Te- Teller is the short dude on there. He's turned 74 years old today. No way. Yep. And last but not least, Colin's favorite Gamecock of all time, Jadavion Clowney, turns 29 years old. Is that it? Happy birthday, Mr. Clowney. Yeah. <laughs> I'll sing to him. Happy I birthday, mean, Mr. The, President. The Michigan hit goes down all time. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's, and that's, that's when he peaked. That was fun. He's, he's not the greatest Gamecock of all time. That was that's, fun. That's Connor Shaw. Yeah, it's I true. agree with that. He's a, he's a Clemson killer. All right, not a lot happening from a pop culture standpoint, but I got a few things here. We're going to focus on music and some movies. All right, February 14th, 1987, Bon Jovi, Living on a Prayer, number one, right? That's all. That's a great love song. I'm halfway there. Colin? You got Whoa. it. Just say it. You Living it. on a Prayer. I do. Got 1998, it. Valentine's Day, Usher, Nice and Slow, number one. 
Ooh. Love that song. That's coming back. U-S-H-E-R-R-A-Y-M-O-N-D. Now, baby, tell me what you want to do with me. Got a feeling like Jodeci. Yeah, I used to sing that back in middle elementary. We were in high school and middle school during the golden age of love songs. Yeah, yeah. and we were oh, yeah. terrible Peaches at love. Cream, oh, yeah. Let's get married. Oh, man. Uh, such great these, stuff. These dude. lists are going to be incredibly wide ranging tonight. <laughs> oh, they I got to redo my list. They I think are. I just failed. Hey, also, I didn't mention this with the celebrities, but I'd like to wish YouTube.com a very happy birthday. They turned 17 years old today. How about Is that? that? It? February 14th, 2005, YouTube was launched. What did we do before that? I don't know. Watch TV. How did we screen record? <laughs> exactly. Napster. Exactly. I guess. Yeah, Napster, burning CDs. Hey, I feel like YouTube has cost mechanics billions of dollars. Because now you can just YouTube, hey, I, Everything, I, fixed, my, yeah. I fixed my key fob on YouTube. The other That's day. right. Hey, yeah. change out a headlight. Yeah. Brake light, whatever. Yep, yeah. it's there. Plumbing. You can find anything on the web. Hey, and then I want to I want to talk about the three most iconic love movies ever released on Valentine's Day. You guys ready for this? February the fourteenth, nineteen ninety one, Silence of the Lambs was released. Right? I mean, you want to talk I'm about you want to talk Hello, about a Clarice movie that just says Valentine's Day. Wow. Hannibal Lecter, a classic class act. Nothing goes better than Valentine's Day, like a nice Chianti and some fava beans, right, Kevin? Hey, shout out to episode number one. Yeah, <laughs> it all comes full circle, baby. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Hey, we've also got another classic here. February the fourteenth, nineteen ninety-two, Wayne's World was released. Oh, Watched man. it Saturday. Just relived the Bohemian Rhapsody scene and how epic yes. it was. Hey, the Bohemian Rhapsody scene in you know Wayne's World. Wayne and Garth they made my iconic duo on our iconic duo episode. They were underrated. Funny. I mean, I didn't. I had to like give some respect on Mike Myers. Man, I was sleeping on him. Dana Carvey and then Chris Farley with the cameos <laughs> and Ed O'Neill working at the diner from Carowinds. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, and last but not least, everybody's favorite, everybody's favorite cult classic, the National Lampoons series, February 14th, 1997, Vegas Vacation was released. Little Dunk Shane, we've got Dunk Shane making an appearance in there. What's the guy that sang, sang that song? New, what was his name? Ted Newton? Newton? No. Big Newton? Or? Wayne Newton. Wayne, Wayne Newton. Newton. Yes. Wayne <laughs> Newton. I was going to get there. Wayne Newton. He sang it to Cousin Eddie. It wasn't to Beverly D'Angelo. Or, we uh, thought it was Bev. Yeah. Man, how fun is that? Movie. Listen, old Chevy Papa Chase. George, yeah. Chevy Chase. What did they stay at? The Monte Carlo? Not the Monte Carlo. <laughs> they stayed the, at Wild uh, Bill's. Man, Bill's Gambling Hall and Saloon. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Not even there anymore. R.I.P. Yep. Yes. Rest in peace. All right. Hey, that's all that's happening on Valentine's Day, other than ranking our top five love songs. Colin struggled with this. I think Brant did. I don't know if Christian did. Man, I had these bad boys slotted and ready to go for quite some time now. All right, Chris, I'm going to let you go first. As always, Colin, you want to go second or you want to go last, man? Is this going to be like a Brant situation where you're like, I want to get out in front? I want to get out in front, All so right. I want to go second. All right, we'll let you go second. Brant third. I'll finish this up in the four hole. Boom. Let's do it, guys. Number five. All right, guys, it's Valentine's Day. Guys and gals out there, it's maybe it's Galentine's Day or Palentine's Day, but we're ranking our top five love songs. And, you know, this was tough for me um, because, you know, I'm not a romantic, you know, like some of the guys on the pod here. So I, I think my picks are going to tend to lean a little bit harder and maybe have some deep love undertones here, guys. So my criteria, basically the song had to be about love or some kind of significance in my own personal life, whether it be at my wedding or a song that my wife and I, you know, really love. Uh, so maybe that's a little different, but coming in at number five, I think I'm going to go off the grid right here to start none other than one of my favorite songs of all time that came out in 1997. And that song is Everlong by the Foo Fighters. And I wonder when I sing along with you if everything could ever feel this real forever 
be this good again The only thing I'll ever ask of you You gotta promise not to stop when I say when She sang Guys, I know it sounds a little weird. I'm going to play the acoustic version for you guys. It was actually a song that we played prior to our actual wedding ceremony uh, back in 2014. It was actually a song about another great 90s band, Veruca Salt, and Dave Grohl, the lead man there, actually wrote the song about the front woman from that band who he was dating after separating from his first wife, Jennifer Youngblood. The song is basically about being connected to someone so much that you not only love them physically and spiritually, but when you sing along with them, you harmonize perfectly. Bet you didn't think about that when you were jamming out in your El Camino back in 97, Kevin. So number five, give me Foo Fighters Everlong. Hey, all I got to say about that is you can't fight this either. Seether. <laughs> yeah, I don't like that's a, that's a deep cut. Only a Veruca Salt. Anybody who knows who Veruca Salt is. Absolutely, man. The girl uh, from the Charlie and Taco Fuck. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I had no idea that that was a love song. Though. I, it's a good song, but I didn't put it at a, in the love category. Either. I think that's where you're going to find me being a little off topic. Tonight. I'll have to listen to it again. Slowly. I like it. Fair Good. enough. All right. All right. All right. Criteria for me, as Kevin mentioned a few moments ago, this was a very difficult list for me. I, I really did my best to show some range uh, in my prep. I, I wanted to, to pick different styles of music and, and have maybe representation from a couple. And I started out that way, but you know, you, you just always come back home. And uh, so I'm, I'm going to throw a spoiler out here. Every song on my list is country music. Tried, tried to stay away from it. Couldn't do it. I Shocker. also, as, as I shared with the text group, I'm demanding that we have a heartbreak song ranking soon. Uh, I, I did struggle with with kind of balancing that line what's a love song what's a heartbreak song in country music they they all too often blend together but i think i found that line of of delineation so we'll get to it coming in at number five this is the most modern song on the list for me i should say this version of it it's the third version uh, of this song i'm very partial to the second as well but I'm going to go with Tennessee Whiskey by Chris Stapleton, the 2015 release on the Traveler album. You're as as Tennessee Whiskey. George Jones also did it as well as David Allen Coe. But this song for me slowed down the pace from the second version and really was the, uh, the gateway to me liking Chris Stapleton. I uh, wasn't quite on board with him like some were early on, but this was the gateway to Chris Stapleton for me. So number five, Tennessee Whiskey. I'll allow it. Great song. It was actually, I was playing around with that myself. I mean, it's just a great song. Yeah. I love Tennessee. I love whiskey. I mean, what can I say? Stapleton has some great love songs. There's no doubt about it. That's one of them. For sure. I like the pick, Colin. I'm not surprised that you're going five country, but although I did expect you would have in them jeans in your top five. I we did all consider- did. I did consider tight-fitting jeans, but uh, didn't go with it. Thanks for the visual. (laughs) All right. I'm taking you back to 1981 for my number five. You know, I think one thing that we can all agree on, you can never have too much Merle Haggard. So coming in at number five, my favorite memory. First time we met is a favorite memory of mine. Say time changes all it pertains to. 
your memory is stronger than time I guess everything does change except what you choose to recall There's a million good day dreams to dream on But maybe I mean, the song is such a banger. The first time we met is a favorite memory. I mean, it's just the perfect country love song. So coming to number five, My Favorite Memory by Merle Haggard. Colin, what do you got to say? What are your thoughts? I just got to bite my tongue for now. <laughs> Did you steal his love song? Why are you mild? I'm all, Is that your I'm number all. one? Just say, just let me know if it's your number one. My number one song is "My Favorite Memory" by Merle Haggard. <laughs> you don't spoil it for the fans. That is fantastic. Hey, we'll let I'm you. I'm gonna go to bed now. I'm gonna go to bed. Hey, just <laughs> hey, one less clip you have to provide. Man. Hey, Colin, why don't you just go ahead and tell us all yours and go to bed right now? Just give us your vibe, literally. Hey, well, look, kidding. it's such a great song. I mean, there was no question it was going to be in mine. So my it's so great. Brent barely put it in his list. Just all right, you. listeners, <laughs> listeners. Christian and I are not going to just be hammering the classic country the whole time. So bear with us here. We so, are not. Yeah. We are not. Yeah, Christian's trying to, to be out fair. To, to be fair, I, I don't even know two. how to spell Haggard. I only have two country songs. So all right, I, I do have. Variety. I have two country songs as well. So here we go. My criteria for this, man. These are songs that are meaningful to my wife and I. Right, and we have a good time either you know, in the past have creating a memory with these particular songs. There's one song in particular in here, and it's going to be our number five song that, man, we just like it. it it's, it's just something that we enjoy singing together. Christian's doing some kind of machine gun Kelly dance right now. So I'm, <laughs> so I'm talking anyways. That's it is. Yeah, that's right. Anyways, we just enjoy these songs, all five of them. And they just, you know, kind of hold a, a, a special place in my heart for, you know, my wife and I. So that's pretty much my criteria. Here we go. Number five, Ain't No Mountain High Enough by Marvin Gaye and Tammy Terrell. like that version so much more than I like the Diana Ross version 1967 number 19 on the charts hey, it actually showed up in 2003 on Michael McDonald's covers album called Motown everybody knows that song it's something that I enjoy singing along to man it gets me in a good mood it's just a good happy love song here we go ain't no mountain high enough number five ain't no Merle Haggard but Love the song, Kevin. I actually could have seen it on Colin's list, but I don't think it's country. It's a song that I love to hear at weddings. It reminds me of Remember the Titans. I don't know if it That's reminds right. you of that, too. Oh, yeah. It does. But, man, when you hear that coming, I mean, everybody gets up and dances, man. I mean, that was definitely on my cutting room floor. Yep. Good pick. Number four. All right, guys, coming in at number four for me, I'm actually going to go to the country genre, but don't worry, listeners, this is my only one. Um, let me just take you guys back. It's been over a decade now. It's April 2011. Clemson fans probably just watched the spring game. You've had a long day of early tailgating, and now you're going out to the field right behind the stadium to see a band who just really released less than a year ago probably one of the best country albums in a long, long time with some really iconic songs. And maybe you guys were there that day. I don't know. It's 2011 springtime. 
This song right here is from a band that everybody knows, country or not. And most people know I was a DJ for 10 years. And this is a song that I would actually play after every ceremony uh, while people were probably getting their food or perhaps for a slow song. But it is Zach Brown Band with Free. Just as free. just as free free as will ever be imagine that song on a beautiful crisp spring night out there in death valley with all your closest friends my wife and i had just started dating i mean i just remember that song live just really hitting me and to me like that every wedding that i dj'd for 10 years that song was on the playlist so give me zach brown band with free coming at number four Nice pick, man. I love me some Zach Brown band. Like that pick. Like that song. Solid Thank pick, you. CG. Solid pick. Thank you, bro. All right. Coming in at number four for me, I knew that this artist would make the list in some capacity. I wasn't exactly sure where that would fall or what song that would be. And, and, and this is one that really speaks more to the heartbreak genre, if you will. A, a lot of the stuff. But uh, this is going to create some controversy here, and I'm prepared for it. Off the 2005 album, Hits I Missed and One I Didn't, the great George Jones with Miss Dolly Parton, the blues man. She came and took all that old load down off of this blues man. Hey, baby, I love you. Of this traveling band. I know you do get tired. Oh, oh I'm up in my years now. Nights would be so cold now if you hadn't stuck it out with this news. Clearly, the best version of this song. It's not up for debate. There will be an attempt to debate that here in about five seconds, but there is no debate. It is the best version, the blues man. George it ain't Jones even in the top five two. Four, oh, here he is. <laughs> it's not even in the top two. Hey. I just like how Colin says, hey, we got a love song night. And he's like, but we need to have a heartbreak song or a heartbreak episode. And then he comes in with a second song, a heartbreak song. Hank it's not a heartbreak Jr. song. It's Hank not a heartbreak Williams song. Jr. It all depends good. how you think about it. Blues Man Hank Williams Jr. is the best version. And then there's a gap, and then it's Alan Jackson. And then there's a then the, there's two oceans, and then there's George Jones. That's incorrect. <laughs> Can I get a line, Colin? No. <laughs> Come on, just once for the ladies. You'll hear it All on right. the clip. Well, listen. <laughs> if you are a fan of the Power Five podcast and your listenership goes back some odd episodes you know that in high school i love nora jones i loved her music i wore it out i had a lot of fun memories with her in the background so i'm gonna say number four for me is come away with me by nora jones come away with me Come away where they can't tempt us with their lies. And I want to walk with you on a cloudy day in fields where the yellow grass grows knee high. So won't you try? Come away with me and we'll kiss on a mountain top. Come away with me and I. Just that smooth, classic love song. It hits me right in my special place. It is a high school love song. So take it away, Nora. 
I like that. Special place. Can you tell us where that is? Mm. Berman track. <laughs> <laughs> Lover's Lane. Maybe the Midnight Quarry. <laughs> so come away with me. Number four, Nora Jones. It's a great Don't song. Don't know why man. I didn't beautiful come. Beautiful song. It is beautiful. beautiful. It's beautiful. All right. I like the pick, man. All right. Here we go. I would never say that Journey is one of my favorite bands. However, they continue to make a list every time we have one, with the exception of our high school songs. And I don't guess they're going to make one whenever we do a 90s episode or obviously a 2000s episode. But my goodness, Journey continues to show up. And they show up on my love songs list. Here we go. Coming at number four, we got Open Arms by Journey. The 1981 classic hit. That was their highest charting song, Open Arms. Got up to number two. Anyways, just an incredible, incredible song. Steve Perry heard it for the first time, loved it. The band members did not love it. They're like, man, we don't need another ballad. Steve Perry's like, we're doing it, we're doing it. So they crush it. Obviously, just a tremendous song. Just every time... It kind of gets to the to the crescendo, however you say that word. Man, Steve Perry's just bringing it home, and he does it on this one as well. I love it. Mariah Carey actually put it on her Daydreams album back in 1996, but it is nowhere close. As Brant just says, there's two oceans in between the Mariah Carey and the Journey version or the Steve Perry version of this. Open arms. And I would like four. to swim between them both. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> Just to like hear them, but, but that, really, that Mariah Carey album is special though, all the way through Daydreams. Oh, great album, great That's cover, <laughs> Kevin. Let me just say, I thought you were literally going with "Love and Touch and Squeezing." You, Man, you, you I, really threw me for a curveball, buddy. That's a good song. Love all they do is make good songs. Touching, it's Journey. They're coming back, hundred percent. I never. They always do. Yeah, they always come back. Number three. All right, guys, coming in at number three here. Uh, if y'all been listening to the pod recently, you know that like Kevin is a fan of Journey. I've been on quite a bit of a kick myself with none other than William Billy Joel. And uh, this song at number three here comes from the 1977 album, The Stranger, uh, which is pretty cool. Lots of hits off of that album. This could have been on my 70s list here. But this song is actually about his first wife. <laughs> first wife. I like when you do your research and they're like, this song is so special. It's about his first wife, Elizabeth. That's really about unconditional love. He gave the song to her as a birthday present. And then sadly, after nine years of marriage, they divorced in 82. <laughs> but, you know, you can't win them all. And still great music can come out of the wreckage that happened there. So, ladies and gentlemen, just the way you are. We never could have come this far. Mm-hmm. I took the good times. I'll take the bad times. I take you just the way you are. Not the Bruno Mars version, people. It's Billy Joel. The king himself, the master of the 70s, Captain Jack, will get you high tonight. Give me Billy Joel, just the way you are, coming in at number three. Love the pick, Christian. Thank you, CT. Hey, ran ran through that song a little bit. It was considered, but outstanding. All right, coming in at number three for me, and, and really this gets to where you're almost interchangeable in the top three. This one, man, what a song. What a song. There are, are multiple versions of this, mini karaoke. I'm going with the 1996 song, Strawberry Wine, Dina Carter. Like the leaves in the fall. Year after year, I come back to 
but did I shave my legs for this album? If you have not heard the Tucker Simmons acapella version, I encourage you to check that out. But Strawberry Wine, number three, arguably the greatest female country song ever written and sang. Totally agree, but I I can get a Tucker clip for this episode. I think the people need to hear it, but I agree with your pick. That's a great pick. Man, I, I don't I know. Did, do I know that I did, song? I did, Colin, not, sing it. I did not see that coming. I I have never loved that song very much. Oh my god, Kevin! I'm just being what? honest with you, man. What He's not movies? a big strawberry wine guy. He's a white wine of vino. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you want me to say. Sometimes you like songs. Sometimes you don't. I mean, it, it's it's I you mean, can make the case man. that it's in the top 25 greatest country songs of all time. Yes, I think you could. I think it is in the top 25 of all time. I looked at several different lists, didn't see it. So I don't think I'm in the minority <laughs> there. I'm just saying. These guys write the book on country, so I think uh, I'm going like to have to go. Poll. I'd like a I re- poll. I remember. I'd like a poll. That's fine. I rem- I'd like a poll. I, yeah, I that's okay. what my ex-girlfriend said. I'm okay with being in the minority. <laughs> I'm just telling you. I, I would like a Twitter poll. Is Strawberry Wine a top 25 country song of all time? Of all time. Yes. Can somebody sing a little bit for me? Because I'm I'm a little bit inept when it comes. I'm literally serious. I think I know it, Strawberry but I don't. Strawberry Wine. He was working through college. And he had. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Sounds Colin, good. Colin, come on. No, y'all have got it. Y'all covered come it. Come on, son. I got to hear some falsetto, baby. I like how yeah. Colin calls it a top 25. Christian's got no idea. <laughs> well, I mean. I don't think our listeners will be surprised by that. No, no, absolutely not. You guys heard of Zach Brown band, right? Hey, and listen. Chris Stapleton, off, great pick. Off the grid. Go for it. I'll tell you this. My wife loves that song. She does. She does. Because she has good taste in music. All right. All right, here we go. Number three for me. It's, this is a fantastic song. It's just, it, I couldn't leave it out. It was one of the easier picks. It was just like automatically, I got to include this song. There are several versions of this song. The version I am picking um, is Garth Brooks. It is To Make You Feel My Love. No, you haven't made your mind up yet. But I would never do. Known it from the moment that we met. There's no doubt in my mind where you belong. I'd go hungry, I'd go black and blue. I'd go crawling down the avenue. There ain't nothing. Make you feel my love. It was written by Bob Dylan. So, I mean, that there, there you go. It kind of says all you need to know. He's one of the greatest songwriters of all time. It doesn't surprise me that he wrote the song. Garth's version, though, is the to me is just a great version. It was the version I grew up with as a kid growing up. You, you heard the song on the radio all the time. Then Adele comes through and remakes the song again, and her version is fantastic. So just all the way around, but I'm choosing at my number three, the Garth Brooks version of To Make You Feel My Love, 1998 classic. Great pick. Great. I know that song. Okay. I had the Adele version on my initial short list before I came back home to country. Adele's (laughs) is so good, man. So yeah. Bob Dylan's is probably the worst of the three. It but is. He wrote the song. I mean, but so you got to give him due credit. But can I just say that I, there's a little bit of me, and this is all due respect. I'm a little envious of your guys' like upbringing. I feel like there is this feeling of country music that shaped your early years, your teenage years, and all that stuff. And I have had to go backwards in time, like in my 30s, to go back and respect and enjoy country i feel like i've missed that whole boat so if i could go back 20 years and relive my life i would so i'm just shout out to you guys for making me feel that are you saying that you didn't wake up on saturday mornings and watch your cmt top 20 i watch bt top 20 with tiger in the basement i mean i had a weird upbringing dude i mean that was just me hey hey man 
It's good stuff. All right, here we go. Coming in at number three for me, I absolutely love this. Classic country, Christian. Surely you heard this song, man. Randy Travis, number one, 1987. We got forever and ever. Amen. I'm going to love you forever. Forever and ever. Amen. As long as old men sit and talk about the weather. As long as old women sit and talk about old men. If you wonder how an absolute banger cool story about this song all right so it was written by paul overstreet and don schlitz so the name excuse me or the song got written because don schlitz's little boy every night when they would put him to bed he would say his nighttime prayers and he would always say mommy i love you forever and ever amen and so he kept saying that, saying that. So he's like, man, I'm going to write a song about that. Took it to the other guy, Paul Overstreet. They banged this thing out in about two hours. And there we go. And it was a classic song. I still love it. Every time it comes on, man, I'm just singing right along to it. Number three, forever and ever. Amen. Um, yeah. Do you know who Randy Travis is, Christian? I do. That's Kevin's dad. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that was good, man. <laughs> I wish. Uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, you heard it here first. <laughs> I was going to guess either that or the quarterback for Florida State. I don't know. I'm sure. Or that guy, Clay Travis. I'm all confused. Number two. All right, guys, coming in at number two. Uh, this is where I, it started to get a little tricky for me. I knew my number one from the beginning of time, but there were so many tracks that I was trying to put on the list, maybe even threw on the list to fake Kevin out and then totally pulled an audible, but we're talking about love songs. And, you know, as much as I talk about my early upbringing of hip hop, uh, the core of the music that I've listened to for the past two decades is really alternative rock. And, you know, one of those bands that really is sort of what a lot of the bands I listened to looked up to uh, was a band from the 80s. And the band was The Cure. And uh, this album, actually, Disintegration, came out in 1989. And the song itself is called Love Song. So I couldn't do a list of love songs without the iconic love song from The Cure. And again, this is one of those songs, if you guys are like, I don't know if I know it, if you went to McAllister Square Mall in the early 90s, you heard this at Upton's while your parents were shopping for slacks, because this is definitely one of those like classic late 80s kind of goth rock type songs. And I don't know if you've ever heard it, but you're going to hear it here on the pod tonight. So number two, give me the cure with love song. Anyone know it? Can't say I do. Whenever I'm alone with you, you oh, make yes. me feel like I am whole again. Yeah. I bet you a lot of people have covered it too. Yes. Oh, yeah, there we go. Sure. All right. Well, you know you, what I'm talking when about. You hit those couple lines right there. That's right. All right. Yeah. That's a good song. That's a great song. Yeah. That's a good yeah. song. It's a classic. It's an 80s banger. All right. Coming in at number two for me. Unfortunately, another repeat. I'm going with what I consider one of the top five, maybe six voices in country music, Randy Travis, forever and ever. Amen. I mean, it just doesn't get any better than that. I mean, just incredible country music voice, incredible country music song. If Dana Carter's Strawberry Wine is top 25, where does Randy Randy Travis, forever and ever, amen, fit? Behind it. Oh! Behind it. Probably behind it. No way, man. Yeah, I think so. All right. All right. I like it. Good pick. Good pick. All right. Some some love songs, the simpler, the better. This song is timeless. Written in 1970. 
First, this is an interesting fact about this. I'm, I'll just go ahead and give you the song. It is your song by Elton John. Anyway, the thing is, what I really mean. Yours are the sweetest guys I've ever seen. And you can tell everybody this is the song. It may be quite simple, but now that it's done, I hope you don't mind, I hope you don't mind how I put down in the words how wonderful life is while you're in the world. Yes. Um, just a, the simplicity of it. Just it's it's just. Like literally, I'm just going to sit down. I'm just going to tell you all the reasons why I'm writing your love song. Just life is wonderful. That, that just because you're in the world, like it's just you can't get any simpler than that. But it's just a timeless song. Um, it was first performed by Three Dog Night, even though it was written by Elton John. He had one co-writer, but they first performed at Three Dog Night, um, and then he took it back and and put it on an album. So. I mean, it's just a timeless song, so I had to put it in here at number two. So number two, Your Song by Elton John. Great song. Definitely debated that as well. I mean, yeah, great great tune there. Great little bop. Here we go. Coming in at number two, we have got another classic country. we got Mr. Keith Whitley, 1988, When You Say Nothing At All. The smile on your face lets me Like Keith Whitley, great. If you like the Allison Krauss and Union Station version, great. Both are incredible. I'm gonna go and lean a little bit Keith Whitley. Number one, 1988. Mm-hmm. You know, unfortunately, 89, he passes away. Allison Krauss redoes it again. 1995 just comes a mega hit again. Absolutely love when you say nothing at all. I would say for a while you could say that this was mine and Ashley's song. But you're about to hear one that I would say is more recently our song, if they happen to be interchangeable. Cool little nugget right here. Not only did Paul Overstreet and Don Schlitz write Forever and Ever Amen, they also wrote When You Say Nothing at All. So those dudes are just pounding some bangers back in the 80s. They were on a heater. (laughs) How about that? On a heater like Colin earlier. Gosh, Whitley, that's such (laughs) a great song. Number one. All right, guys, we're at the pinnacle, the top of our top five love songs. And for me, when you guys said we're going to do love songs, you know, to be honest with you, this song came to mind first, part of which is because my wife walked down to the strings version of this song. We've been to this concert together. This is a band who I've seen five times now been my favorite band over the past two decades. The song came out in 2008. And when I thought about that, I was like, wow, it's been, you know, 14 years since the song came out. It just makes me kind of feel old, but it just makes me feel like this is a classic timeless song uh, from the album Only by the Night. You guys know my favorite band, Kings of Leon. The song is Use Somebody. At 
first, I didn't want to like it because a lot of radio songs, and again, this was really the hit that put them over the top. It's what get, got them Grammys. It's what potentially broke them up for a little bit and then got back together because of all the issues with Caleb, the, the leading man and, and his struggles with addiction. But, you know, this band, this song, it's iconic. I mean, I hope I'm listening to this song 20 years from now on an oldie station. Um, it's it's really just, just such an amazing song lyrically and really a song for me that just uh, is timeless and a classic Give me the regular version. Give me an acoustic version. Give me an EDM version. I don't really care. My number one is Kings of Leon. Use somebody. Caleb's, Good pick, Christian. Good Caleb's pick. vocals Thanks, on that song are so yes. powerful. So you know powerful, that man. I could use somebody. Yes, I love his voice, man. man if so I had good, to, man. if I had to, it throw could be a, country, southern rock. Could. If I had to throw a list of my top 25 songs of all time, I mean, you somebody's probably going to slide in there. I mean, I love that, fan, Kevin. Fantastic love song. It. Like, I don't think of it as a as a romantic love song or anything like that, but wow, what a song. It, it's one of those songs for me, man, that, and, and it's not necessarily my style of music, but it, it very quickly takes me back to a certain place in life. Like, I very distinctly remember like the time and the place that I was at when that song was out. Were you at Nate's and TR? I was not at Nate's and TR. Still Frodo's then. I'm going to keep guessing, but yeah, okay. no, yeah, it was no, a good time there. Brant was living in, in his apartment uh, in the big house uh, yeah. during yeah. that little time period there. So, there you go. Yeah. That's back uh, when you were watching Friday night lights undercovers. Probably. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> Just um, want to take you back guys. Yeah. Well, there's not a lot of suspense here. Uh, with my number one pick, it's it's my favorite memory by Merle. Man, just a really, 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 really good country love song uh, off the 1981 Big City album. A couple bangers on there, yes. but yeah, man, if you if you don't know the song, you need to you need to find some time in your life to, to sit and listen to it and reflect. Hey, oh, and I was a little fun fact about the song. <laughs> I good. went to a Jamie Johnson concert three weeks ago, and they covered he covered this song. Oh wow! It was it was fantastic. So listen, a little birdie told me, Colin, that you originally had a one A one B, and that your one B was a little boys to men ditty from the nineties. You know, didn't have boys to men on the short list. I mean, totally on the long list. Maybe the long list. (laughs) It was kind of country, and then a block of oldies stuff for me. It was country, chicken tortilla soup, boys to men. There you go. I'll, uh... All right, Colin. Sorry for the spoiler. Great song, though. I like. I like that you picked it one overall. So coming in at one, you know, I hate myself for doing this, but I had to do it. I've already ranked this song in my top five eighty songs. I wanted to leave it out just because of that fact that you've already heard it on my eighties list, but just can't do it. Just cannot do it. It's the greatest love song ever written. It's a ballad. It is faithfully by journey. Spending all my love along the wire. They say that the road ain't no place to start a family. Right down the line, it's been you and me. Love and a music man ain't always what it's supposed to be. It just gets me all up in my feels, goosebumps, hair on the back of your neck, standing up, loving a music man ain't always easy. I mean, look, it's just the greatest song of all time, the greatest love song of all time. So coming to number one, Faithfully by Journey. I could feel that because you're turning a little red there. I like it. It's raw emotion. And Kevin, that was in your 70s list, right? I'm just kidding. (laughs) I do remember Faithfully showing up on your 80s list and man i was struggling between faithfully and open arms and i think i do like open arms a little bit better than faithfully but 
even if I were to liked faithfully a little bit better, I think I would have chosen open arms just because it has been on the eighties list. But yeah. and like you said, though, you just can't leave it off. What a song. Right. Just couldn't do it. Brant, you mentioned Usher coming back. Was that just a little trick? That's just a little throw, throw you off the game. <laughs> you threw me bit. off a little bit. I was waiting for yeah. it. Mm-hmm. I like it. All right, here we go. Number one, I would say this is probably my off-the-grid pick. It's not a hit. My Jack Johnson fans out there will certainly know this song, but I love it. It's a feel-good tune. I like everything about the vibe that Jack Johnson puts out. My wife and I absolutely adore this song. I got to see Jack Johnson in concert a few years ago. Going to check him out again. Coming to Charlotte here in the summertime. We've got better together. I believe in memories. They look so, so pretty when I sleep in When I wake up, you look so pretty sleeping next to me. But there is, there's not enough time There is no, no song I could sing There is no combination of words I could say But I will still tell you one thing We're better together I like this song a thousand times better live than on the studio album. It's just got a different vibe to it. It just hits a little bit better. I mean, he just, you know, pours in that passion into his voice a little bit better, a little bit more so on the, the live version. But, you know, it's no secret. Jack Johnson wrote this song for his wife. He changed a few things around just to make it more mainstream. Man, it never even charted in the U.S. It never even did that great as a single in the in the U.S. It, it only got up to number 24 in the U.K., but love that song. Better Together, Jack Johnson, number one. Oh, that's a great song. Great album. You know, I mean, people prefer the banana pancakes, but, you know, better together. So it's a classic hit. I thought you might go with Taylor or uh, Flake or something like that. I like those songs. Jack Johnson's great. There's really anybody like him anymore. Like, I feel like that type. Like Dispatch. Like those bands don't exist anymore. Yeah. And it's like heartbreaking that they don't because that's such a great song. He's got a lot of good songs. he's got a good catalog went and saw him at the uh roxy i believe down in atlanta or the fox theater with dilworth and matt ellison shout out to those fellas pod listener dilworth former pod lister maybe never pod lister matt ellison i don't know (laughs) is it because i said something about him on a bike once Uh, yeah it's colin's fault colin wants to tax the bikers out there that was it the bike tax the skinny lines stand by it Hey, that let's was review good. let's review these real quick. All right, so we had Everlong Foo Fighters coming in at number five for Christian. Number four, Christian had Free by the Zach Brown Band. Number three had Just the Way You Are by Billy Joel. Number two, the Love Song by The Cure. And number one, Kings of Leon's Use Somebody. Colleen, you had Tennessee Whiskey by Stapleton coming in at number five. Number four, you had The Blues Man by George Jones and Dolly Parton. Number three, Strawberry Wine, Dina Carter. Number two, Forever and Ever, Amen, Randy Travis. Number one, My Favorite Memory by Merle Haggard. Brant, you also have My Favorite Memory by Merle Haggard at number five. Number four, you had Come Away With Me by Nora Jones. Number three, To Make You Feel My Love by Garth. Number two, Your Song, Elton John. And number one, Faithfully from Journey. And then I had Ain't No Mountain High Enough by Marvin Gaye coming in at number five. Number four, Open Arms by Journey. Number three, Forever and Ever, Amen, Randy Travis. Number two, When You Say Nothing at All by Keith Whitley. And number one, Better Together, Jack Johnson. Guys, on these song episodes, we always discuss our fringe picks that didn't quite make it. So what was just hovering around, hovering around right there in that six, seven, eight spot? Well, you know, one of mine, Kevin, you might have got a little clip earlier, but it was going to get me banished from all our listeners and my own mother. But I had George Michael from Wham, Careless Whisper, when that saxophone hits. And like my wife was literally like bashing me pre-show and I was like, quick, quick audible. I I can't do it. I mean, it's like just like Last Christmas by Wham, you know, it's either the worst song or you like it, and then people are going to start to wonder what's your problem. I will also say Goo Goo Dolls, Iris. I think we've joked about that before, but it's a good song. 
I mean, I was playing around with Richard Marks and Brian Adams and James Taylor and Rick Astley and the Bee Gees. I mean, there were so many that I was like, are those worth it? And I just had to whittle her down. All right. Number six for me would have been Wonderful Tonight by Eric Clapton. Um, nice. Number seven for me would have been Always on My Mind by Willie Nelson. Mm-hmm. Mm. Number eight would have been Something by the Eagles. Number nine would have been Something by James Taylor. Christian, good call on that. My yeah. number six for me was a picture of me, George Jones. Conway Twitty, Hello Darling was kind of there, but it was kind of teetering with more of a heartbreak song. Uh, outside of the country realm, I also had Iris, This Magic yeah. Moment, Wonderful World. I think I mentioned already, Make You Feel My Love. Those were a couple of the, the outsiders there. Anybody consider I'll be Edwin McCain, little South Carolina mm-hmm. boy? How about that? Yeah, I thought you would have. What about Little River Band? Reminisce? I had that. No, I didn't. I didn't think it. Think of them. I I would have had the Edmund McCain pick maybe in my top ten. I don't know. Maybe maybe seven or eight or so. Maybe Lifehouse. You and me. Hey, Christian. How about this? As a as a DJ at multiple weddings, did you ever get yes. the request? I believe in a thing called love from the darkness. Yeah, I think a couple times actually, like always during the like dance version portion, right? That, that's Which right. Is a classic. Didn't weren't you a huge Darkness fan back in the day? Love, love that song. I like okay. I like some of the Darkness stuff, but I absolutely love that song. And, and Ashley love it, man. Always dancing around to it, singing it out loud, right? I mean, just glam rock. I believe in a thing called. It reminds me of Queen. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. So good. Maybe so, but. It's been overtaken by Mr. Brightside. Yes, that's right. It probably you're right. You're right. That's the new request. But it didn't warrant a top five consideration at the end of the day. On my list, also, you know, you mentioned Richard Marks. I'll be waiting for you. How about five for fighting a hundred years? Y'all like that song? Oh, the hills, of course, Colin likes that song. So I like that. And then my number six pick, if I had to pick it, and this would be a hundred percent chalk, but man, just a, just a sweet song. Really great song. Thinking out loud, Ed Sheeran. Oh yeah. That was a a wedding banger for slow songs for quite a while. You know, I'm surprised, you know, it's hard to find her, but like, I like Taylor Swift. I don't really know what songs are love songs. I don't, you know, I just, I didn't know. And and I'm kind of upset at myself that I didn't have, you know, Cisco on there, you know, the thong song. <laughs> One song that I came across that I hadn't thought about in a long time, I also would not consider it a love song, but Queen Somebody to Love mm. is such a yeah. great song that was on a lot of lists that I saw. Yes. Like just the Queen is just I mean, it's just that song in particular is unreal. What about Marvin Gaye? I thought for sure Brant would have a little Marvin Gaye. I thought a about, little. Uh, um, I thought about "Ain't No Sunshine" by what is it, Bill Withers? Is that yeah, right? Bill yeah. Withers, the Lean on Me guy. Song. Yeah. About a little third rate of, romance, Sammy Kershaw. Yeah. Third rate romance. <laughs> Colin, did you consider Chevy Van at all? You know, I did not. <laughs> I, I anticipated you going with that. You know, but. Great if song. you've not heard the song, pod listeners, go out and find the song Chevy Van. It's Sammy Kershaw, right? Yeah, and here's the great here's a great little story about that song. Brant, myself, and Kevin were actually traveling back in the wee hours of the morning from Baltimore, Maryland, after a little Clemson, Maryland uh, Pearl Jam road trip. That song came on and carried us the last hour or so uh, to that shady motel Kevin had us in. Dude, I was floored. That was bad, man. It was bad. Kevin, no PJ. I thought Better Man would have definitely popped up. Hey, if Pearl Jam had a song, if they had a love song to make it, it would be Comeback. And if we're doing a heartbreak episode, Comeback may certainly find its way on there. It may come back. For future days. I like Comeback better. I mean, I mean future days is agree yeah, that, that would days. be in the conversation. Oh, it's from incredible. From a Pearl Jam perspective. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, they've got several that are in contention, but, you know, Comeback's probably going to be my favorite out of all the, the love songs that they may have. Dude, hey, fun. That was tough. We'll do another music episode coming up in March sometime. And then we've got episode 57 rolling your way next week, February the 21st. Be looking for it. Hot Takes Volume 5. Brant texted out a serious hot take that I had issue with. 
that led to this episode coming your way. Hot Takes Volume 5, Episode 57, headed your way. Thanks for listening. We really appreciate it. Share us out, and we'll see you again next week. Say goodnight, Kevin. Kevin.